So today's episode is resolving conflict. As we share our knowledge and experience, we help other innovative thinkers unleash their potential. As a result, our personal growth becomes exponential. Exponential. We are building bridges and changing lives by making space for authentic relationships to build trust. This leads to organic collaboration and real synergy. Welcome to the Bridge Builders Podcast, resourcing innovative thinkers with the tools and opportunities to thrive. Opportunities to thrive. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Bridge Builder Podcast. I'm your host, Chauncey Horton, and my main man, Peter Hartzell with Treehouse Media is on. Uh, Today, we are talking about resolving conflict. Man, this is a real deal topic for life, not just life, uh, for business, for family, for everything, you know, and if you guys have been listening to our show and if you continue to listen to this show, to this podcast, you will know that as we lean into business, right, and how to help you level up, it's so much more about life and humanity and uh, how they connect because they're not separate, right? People try to, it's like working with family, right? We say, oh, you're going to work with my dad, but then... We're going to separate the hard lines and I'm going to be dad at home and I'm going to be boss at work and it's going to be good. It, it doesn't work. Right. We are humanity. You can't separate those things in that way. We can lean into the particular responsibility in different segments, but you can't separate it. And in the same way, uh, we talk about life. Right. And how you deal with everything as it relates to your business so that you can realize the American dream. Right. So you can level up. You can hit the milestones, get the numbers. Uh, so today's episode is resolving conflict. All right, it is it is so much a part of life. It is uh, a part of business. You know, promotion positions everywhere. Right, like I think the first thing, Peter, to resolving conflict is that we one have to accept the reality that you're going to have conflict. You're not going to get around it, right? I mean, it's, right. it's not going to happen. Jesus talks about it. it. Says conflict will come, offenses will come. You know, but woe to who by whom they come, right? Mm-hmm. I'm married. Me and my wife have been married ten years. Um, we don't always agree. It's impossible <laughs> to have more than one person doing a thing and there not be some confusion, some conflict, some friction in moving the thing forward. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Is 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 conflict inevitable? Is that a a thing that we yeah. should expect in in life and business? Well, I, I, I think that's a obvious yes. And the reality is we are conflict arises because we are generally, we, we are all selfish. We all desire our own, what, what's in our own best interest. And so the challenge, I mean, I'm, I've, I've got three kids. I always go back to parenting because, you know, we, <laughs> the kids are really good at helping me to see how selfish I really am. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I remember when, when uh, my wife and I were dating, and there were some older people that had just gotten married. They're like college age. And, you know, I remember talking to this guy and he goes, you know what? If you want to find out how selfish you are, get married. And mm. you know, as soon as I got married, I started to realize how, how selfish I really was. And actually, interestingly enough, they ended up getting divorced. Um, wow. Like five years later or something like that. But, um, and you know, so I remember like that piece of advice. And then, when, so I was kind of, I went into marriage 
kind of expecting it, expecting like mm. this marriage thing to show me how selfish I really was. And, and so I think because I was prepared for it, I was, I was like looking for opportunities to like prove him wrong almost. Like I took that as a challenge and then I had started <laughs> having kids and I was like, Oh, this is a whole different ball game. And I'm dealing with one of my kids, you know, with selfishness and, you know, wanting, wanting to have her way all the time. And I'm sitting there saying, Hey, you know, this is, this is, you're being selfish. You want your way all the time. And sometimes it's good to let other people have their way. And you, you have a lot more fun when you play nice with other people. And then yeah. I walk out of the room and I'm thinking about like my day to day. And I'm like, man, I do the exact same thing. It's just more, uh, more adult, you know, it's yeah. not a, yeah. it doesn't manifest like in, in a child's fit. It just manifests in different ways, right. but I still throw fit sometimes when I don't get what I want. And and so conflict arises primarily when you've got two people that want their own way and they don't agree with each other. And so for me, conflict is a good indicator of an area that needs attention. doesn't mean mm -hmm. that conflict is a problem in and of itself. Conflict is inevitable, but not addressing the conflict or letting it kind of just letting it fester or not dealing yeah. with it is where the problems arise. And that's true in, in parenting, in marriage, in your personal life with friendships, in business, you know, any, in any aspect of your life, when you start to see conflict in a certain area, then it's a really good time to like pull back and say, all right, what's going on here? Why is there so much conflict? And it could be someone is legitimately victimizing you. You know, somebody's legitimately yeah. taking advantage of you and you have every right to feel the way you feel. doesn't mean that you're wrong for feeling um, offended or disappointed or let down or, you know, maybe you are feeling a little bit selfish and maybe you feel like it's okay for me to feel that way because this person's legitimately victimizing you. Mm. Um, and I, I'm going to throw a quick caveat and then I, I know you've got some other notes I want to, I want to hear mm -hmm. more, but the, I, 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 as I was, we, we just moved again. This is like my second move in a year. <laughs> <laughs> and so we we were in the moving truck for four days. So I listened to five books, I think, uh, on the drive. Impressive. Um, one of the books is a book that I have referenced before on this podcast called the Oz principle. Uh, not a, it's not a, a faith-based book. It's a business book. Uh, written by uh, some uh, pretty seasoned business people. And they take the Wizard of Oz and they kind of show the parallels between the characters and the story and real life and especially in business. And it's all about accountability, taking personal responsibility and, and accountability for your, your actions and for everything that happens. And, you know, one of the things that really struck me is the, the people in business that seem to be the most successful are also the people that seem to have the fewest excuses and, mm. and being victimized is not an excuse. That was a hard thing for me to hear because I've been victimized before legitimately where somebody, mm. some, several people legitimately took advantage of me and maybe I was a sucker. Maybe I was too trusting, whatever. But you know, the, the reality is maybe because I was too trusting, I was an easy target, but I allowed myself to be victimized and I allowed that to sideline me for months or even years uh, in certain areas of my life because I had an excuse. I had a good reason why I wasn't applying myself better. And so and it was as real. I listened, it was a real thing. And, yeah. and you know, if, if I were to explain the scenario to you, you would say, man, you are totally justified in feeling that way. And I would have felt the same way. And I probably would have responded the same. So it, it's hard because when we look at that, 
we go, yeah, but, yeah, but they did this. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they said this. Yeah, but I tried this and they did this. And, you know, and there's, there's always reasons why uh, somebody did, uh, you know, there's, there's conflict, there's a problem, there's, there's a, a reason why we're held back. And what I found to be the most um, liberating idea through this book was, you know, I don't have to let that hold me back. I, I can acknowledge it. I can acknowledge that something bad happened. And I can, and I can say, you know what, I don't condone that. And they were not justified in their actions. And, and by me moving forward, it's not me absolving or, or, uh, or pretending like that, that victim victimized moment never happened, mm -hmm. but just it's choosing also, not to live there. I'm choosing not to stay there and letting that control me or make decisions for me. I'm choosing to say, I'm going to make the decision to take personal responsibility, to take ownership of my life and to move forward and to do something different and to not allow this to define any more, any, uh, take, take another minute of my life. And, uh, and I'm going to, I'm just going to move forward. And then if, if that person wants to continue to be, uh, behave in that manner, then it doesn't affect me anymore because I've taken the power. The, the power is no longer in their, in their hands. Yeah. They, don't, they don't have anything on me. So um, I think that that's a, that's a little bit of a deeper dive behind uh, the, uh, the underneath behind what, what conflict kind of is and more of how to deal with it. The advice would be if you're legitimately victimized or if something legitimately bad has happened to you, you have an excuse, you have a good reason to not, to be victimized or to feel conflict. Or maybe it's something simple like, you know, I want chicken, you want steak and we can't agree. Well, okay, then let's, let's figure out a solution here. Maybe we do both. Let's do fajitas and throw, throw yeah. them both together. You know, but right. let's find a Let's find a solution here where, you know, if we have conflict, let's, let's, even if you're not willing to put yourself down, even if you're still trying to be selfish, I'm going to, I'm going to rise above that and say, all right, uh, my needs are not more important than our relationship. Our relationship yeah. is more valuable than me getting what I want right now. Now, if yeah. it's not true, what if it's not true? What if the relationship is not more valuable? What if my need right now is more important than this relationship. Well, then yeah. we have a question of the validity of the relationship. Are we, why are we, why do we have any sort of communication or relationship yeah. with each other? And that brings up, especially that happens a lot in business when you have a client relationship or, you know, business to business relationship where you have maybe a client that, that is wanting a transactional relationship and you're wanting something more and they, you're just not going to agree. Yeah. Well, then maybe it's time to cut ties with that relationship and, and right. try to keep it above board and, you know, stay friends or, or just agree to disagree and, and go your separate ways. There's a lot of different scenarios. And I think in the Bridge Builder Network, uh, if you choose to join the network and get, you know, get into our groups, this is, these are really good conversations to have to get some personal coaching through. And we'd love to, to work with you on that stuff. But anyway, let's, that, that'll be me for today on all that. Stuff. I just kind of <laughs> got that out, but. That's yeah, this is a good topic, man. Dude, that's rich. That's rich and it's really deep. And your perspective um was on and it highlighted if we're not heading in the same direction, right? Like mm -hmm. if I, you know, took advantage of you or you took advantage of me in a situation, then you know, one of us is not committed to being together, right? And one of us is not committed to the thing that right. we're doing. And yep. in situations like that, there is conflict, right? Like we see it differently. 
then the next step is to move in different directions. That's how you resolve that conflict if we're not going in the same direction. Um, Mm -hmm. Another way to look at that is if we are heading in the same direction, but there's a misunderstanding or there's a Mm -hmm. difference of opinion or perspective, how do you resolve that conflict? You know, in situations like that, you have to know, okay, that the end goal is more important than, you know, what we're doing. If the why is powerful, then the how is doable. That's, that's good, man. You know, if it is, if we know why we're doing it, you know, it, it's it's how we get there. We can we can work that out. You know, we gotta we gotta throw that quote on Instagram. That's a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, one. it is a good one. It's one that, that I live by because you know it's like your vision or your destiny determines the discipline, right? Like so, what you do to get there. So when we have a headbutt, you know, if me and my wife are, you know at odds about where we live or what we eat or whatever. You know, the fact that we've committed to marriage, we're going to be together forever. That, okay, that, that's it. That's the end game. So, you know what? We'll compromise. Yeah. You want a, you know, house over here and I want a condo over here. We'll get whatever, you know, we'll take turns. I don't know. You know what I mean? But in, in context of business, you know, in context of business, it's like, you know, for our team, right. For our, uh, project that we're working on. We know where we are, what we're trying to communicate. You're trying to land a deal with a new client or a new customer. You need to uh, close this project. And our goal is to hit this certain metric, uh, this certain milestone. And you know, do we do a bar chart or do we do a, a pie graph? Right? Do we do? You know, we 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 merge those minor details, or they become minor rather when we have the right vantage point or perspective of where it is that we're going, you know, so my encouragement in resolving conflict, conflict with someone or somebody or a team who's committed to success, they're committed to the end game, right? Then let's focus there. Keep our focus on where we're going, what we're trying to accomplish. And then we can mediate. We can meet in the middle. Like you said, Peter, if you want chicken, I want steak. Let's do fajitas. We can do chicken, steak, fajitas. We can shred it up. We can have both, you know, and <laughs> so yeah. we can get there. You know, it becomes yeah. less important in that regard. Um, that I just, I love that idea. It, it, I, that chicken and steak thing just kind of popped in my mind again. And man, it's like a lot of times that's the, that's the, the rub is like, you want, uh, you want chicken, I want steak. And we're, we're so like dead set on our, like our, and chicken and steak could be anything. I mean, it could be, I, yeah. I want to go here. You want to go there. I want to do this. You want to do that. Right. And we, we get so entrenched in this thought of like, this is like, I, I want this, like I have an idea and I, I, the only way for me to get where I want to go is if I do this one thing, if I get, if I get steak, then I'll be able to, you know, and we, we get so entrenched in that, that we don't even think, oh, we could do fajitas. We could, you know, throw right. in some peppers and some onions and get some tortillas and, you know. Right. Because ultimately we, we want to eat dinner, right? <laughs> right. That's the end. Exactly. If the end goal is dinner, then, you know, then chicken and steak, well, let's do fajitas. Let's not yeah. like, you know, let's not squabble over the, the, the meat, you know, what right. we do. Literally. Let's figure out, let's, let's right. figure out how do we work through this and how do we both get, you know, an element of what we desire, but ultimately the end goal is dinner. The end goal right. is, you know, working together, having a, you know, a smooth working relationship or maybe leveling right. up or whatever that may be, whatever dinner is, you know, let's, let's figure out like, that's the end goal. If, if the right. why is powerful enough, then there's a solution and to, we right. can take ownership, we can take responsibility and, and find a solution. And that's not to minimize the fact that there are 
really hard hurdles. We're being light when we're talking about chicken and, and steak <laughs> and yep, dinner, yep. you know, but there are like legit real conflicts that happen in life and business, you know, in, in all kind of areas. And so we're not being light and not to minimize the fact that real conflict does happen and there are real decisions with way more costly impacts. But in the effort of resolving it, if you can keep your focus on the end goal, right, and if we ultimately head in the same direction, then that makes it manageable, right? That makes the conflict, the thing manageable. And then we can start with that in mind. Okay, and then we can get in the room and we can talk about it and we can, you know, we can come up with different ideas that minimize the weight of the conflict, you know, yeah. that I think that's kind of a goal in that direction. And yep. um, I think another really big piece of it is like we talked about um, the dynamics of different relationships of trying to be dad and supervisor <laughs> on a job, <laughs> you know, uh, we, if we maintain our effort to see people and not problems, mm -hmm. right. Like mentally, emotionally, if we see people in our problems, then that'll help us navigate through it as well. Because, I mean, everybody's on the the disc and the Enneagram and the personality types and things like that. And so we're so different, right? And, and, and you know, religious spaces is the spiritual giftings and different things. So we're just inclined differently. So if we can remember to see people in our problems, then it's like, you know what? It makes sense that Peter would want to, you know, use this certain um software because he is technical in that way, you know, and, and it, it makes sense that he's, you know, uh, preferring this certain time and I prefer a different time and a different because we are just naturally wired that way. But I can see Peter's not being hostile towards sure. me in, in this thing, but this is how he's inclined. So I see him and knowing, all right, so this is what works for him. This is what works for me. Let's figure it out. So if we can maintain our effort to, yeah see people, right? Like, okay, this is a person. I think this is what happened with a lot of business breakups, right? People yes, get lost in what you're doing, you know, as a partner, or you're not carrying your weight, or, or this is the value that I'm putting in and, you know, what's happening, you know? And so we can maintain the fact, okay, this dude is, you know, he's gifted this way. So on the project, the front end, it takes a whole, whole lot of figuring, a lot of calls, a lot of math, a lot of, you know, maneuvering and, and, and calculating, um, and so he he pulls the weight in, but on the back end of it, it takes a lot of pushing. You know, I need to be out there driving it, getting it done, you know, putting the forms. But if he's not out there with me until seven o'clock at night, you know, for the last three months of the project, I got to remember, hey, well, I, I wasn't with him at four o'clock in the morning when he was, right. you know, pulling those numbers together, you know. And yep. so we got to maintain that perspective. I think that really, really helps as we resolve a conflict. We know one is going to happen because we're different. Right. And then right. we see things different. And that's good. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, second standpoint is like you mentioned, Peter, is um, some conflict is really legit. Right. Some conflict yeah. is, is deep yep. and we have to assess whether or not we can continue being together. Right. If, right. if we're still right. heading in the same direction. Right? right. But then if we are heading in the same direction, let's right. focus on that as opposed to how we get there and we can navigate yeah. it. And then the conflict becomes, you know, smaller in that regard. And then. See people. Remember that you're dealing with people. You know, we get these policies and these projects and these procedures. And as, as you move up in business and it's corporate and people become numbers and things like that. At the end of the day, these are people. Right. And there's a person somewhere making a decision. Now, no joke. There's a lot of AI, you know, moving around <laughs> and, and making a lot of decisions, a lot of algorithms, a lot of things, you know, that, that are, are not there. But, you know, 
as it stands, there's always somebody at the end of the line. There's always a person who's making the decision and you can, you know, get there and you can see them, then we can, we can get through the situation, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting to use that, that statement of we, we have to see people, not problems. And uh, back to parenting. I mean, that, that is, that is a daily challenge with, you know, with kids is sometimes mm. you look at your, your child and it's easy to look at your child and, and not see a person. You see a little, a little problem or, or not even, <laughs> you know, it's a weird way to say it because of course yeah. I love my kids and I don't see yeah. you know, every time I look at my kids, I don't see big problems. But when a, when a problem arises or something breaks or, you know, making a mess or whatever, all I see is the extra work that they just created for me and not mm -hmm. this child that I'm teaching and raising and training. And so if, if, you know, if I see a mess and I see a problem, not a person, then I'm going to respond to the problem. I'm going to respond the person to the person as a problem and yeah. I'm going to dehumanize them. And I'm going to take, I'm going to take them into this, actually this demoralizing place where they're going to lose eventually if you if you do that enough times they'll lose trust they'll they'll yeah. stop caring what you say because they're going to put up that wall and that's going to happen in every situation even with you know with adults even with really healthy people eventually if you constantly see problems not people then the people behind those problems are going to stop respecting you and yeah. and you're not going to you're not going to have a whole lot of credibility you know in the long run they're, because they're going to see you as a problem. They're going to see you yeah. as this is somebody that I don't want to do business with or I don't want to interact with. And that is a really good quote. It's so important to see people, not problems, so that when problems arise, you address the problem uh, mm. independent of the person. You maintain the integrity of the relationship. You integrate, you know, the integrity of that that person, you know, their dignity, mm -hmm. keep their dignity intact, even if they are victimizing you. And, and we'll go back to, uh, there are s many scenarios and situations we don't want to play down or make right. light of some of these. I'm, I'm sure many of you listening have really hard things you're dealing with in life and, and, and business and whatever. And so we're not trying to downplay that, uh, though we are making kind of light of some of these scenarios, but, um, at the same time, if you can look at that problem or situation and, and address the person independent of the, of the problem, then you may or may not still maintain the friendship or relationship through, through the problem, but you'll get through the other side of the conflict with, in, with your integrity and yeah. you'll be able to say, you know what? I walked through something really hard. I learned some really important lessons and the next time this comes around, now I know what to do if you know maybe to avoid that conflict or that that type of problem from happening again or if it does right. happen again i have the tools in my tool belt to deal with it so what's your take on this at what point is it clear okay to move away from the relationship you know like is it is there a thing i think you know that if you know, both, it takes two people to be in a relationship, right? Two people to be in business, two people, we have to both agree to be in the thing. And if one person is not willing to walk towards the other person or not willing to, you know, this has to be this one-sided conformity, you know? So now I am, I have to resolve the conflict because this is the right thing to do. I have to, Peter and Chauncey would say, hey, you know, see past it and, you know, yeah. see the people and minimize the the, the issues, but if the other party is not 
you know, involve the, the partners say, hey, you know what? I'm not I'm only going to work one hour a day, you know, two days a week and we're going to stay in this business. And I want my cut on time on the first of the month. You know, if they're not right. willing to do it, I mean, yeah. is there is there much you can do in that situation? No, I mean, because I, I, I think that con- we're talking about conflict in the in the broad sense of you know disagreement on a specific thing. So, like, let's use that scenario. You know, you've got somebody that you hire to do a job, and you know they want all the benefits without all the work. They want they want to ride on your coattails. They want you know they don't want to do uh, they don't want to honor their agreement. Well, I I think I used this example in a previous podcast. Um, Kevin O'Leary. Uh, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank uh, shares the story of, a, I think he said it was a friend or family member or somebody that came to him and asked for money and uh, for something was an investment or whatever it was. And, you know, so the person was asking him, how do you deal with like people like friends or family or people that ask for money or ask for help or they want a favor or whatever? And this is a good point. This a lot of times, especially if you're in business with your friends or if you're in business with people that you, that you have a relationship with outside of work, like this is Chauncey, you and I, we kind of, we got into this, but we kind of knew each other before this and, and it wasn't right. in a business context. So we had to have a really clear and, you know, defined set of boundaries around what our, what our expectations are of each other <clears throat> in order to move forward. And as soon as those yeah. expectations are not met, we have a framework for addressing that in a way where you can come to me and say, Hey bro, you know, I, I really feel like I'm needing this and I'm not getting this from you or whatever. And I, and I don't have any, I can say based on our agreement, you're right. I'm not meeting that expectation and vice versa. You know, we have, right. we have to have that type of communication in order for this thing to grow. <clears throat> and, and, and both of us, again, the why is powerful enough. The how is doable. So our mm-hmm. why is bigger. So if we have conflict, we want to work through the conflict as quickly as possible so that we can keep moving towards the, uh, the ultimate end goal. <clears throat> but what happens, Kevin said, when, when someone comes to him for money or they want a favor, he'll write up a contract and say, okay, I'll give you this, whatever you're asking for. Um, and if you sign this agreement, then you're never allowed to ask me for anything ever again. So this is your one you know, whatever, your one uh, handout. <laughs> and if you're willing to sign that contract, then I'll give you what you're asking for. And so then what happens is that person then gets to decide, is this relationship with, you know, Kevin worth uh, kind of like, it's kind of like the idea of, se- you know, selling your birthright for a bowl of soup, right? Is that what mm-hmm. you want? Do you want the relationship long-term? Because, you know, if you're in relationship with, with Kevin O'Leary, your friends or family or whatever, it would probably be in your best interest to remain, you know, in, in a gratis sort of relationship as long as possible, because you're going to get mm-hmm. a lot more. And this is a weird way to put it. Of course, it's not about getting stuff out of people, but you're yeah. going to benefit from the relationship long term if you don't sign a contract for, uh, you know, for a bowl of soup right now. And so, and I would say we approach that in, in, in approach it that way in, in any situation is, you know, if you want, if you're looking for, if this is just a transactional relationship, that's all it is, then we can approach things very differently than if this is a long-term big, why big, how let's do it, then, then we're going to assess things differently. So if somebody's not holding up their end of the bargain, you can say, "Hey, this is why it's important to have clear, defined boundaries from the beginning." But if mm-hmm. and if you didn't set that, if you didn't set boundaries in the beginning, and you don't have a clear, a big enough why, powerful enough why, then 
you're going to have more conflict, more people, you're going to bump butt heads more because your expectations weren't communicated clearly to me. My expectations weren't communicated clearly to you. We're not meeting each other's expectations because we don't know what we don't even know them. Right. So, so we're going to have conflict and it's really hard to work through that conflict because we don't have any sort of common agreement on yeah, we don't know where what we're it going. is. Yeah. We have no idea where we're going. Right. So I would say probably in a, in that kind of scenario where somebody may not be pulling their weight, it, it, I would, I would just take a wild guess that you probably didn't clearly define your boundaries from the beginning. And if mm-hmm. you did, then it's really easy to say, Hey bro, you know, this, here's our agreement. You signed it here's what you've been doing. You're not doing what you said you would do. You want to get paid. I'm happy to pay you to do the thing you said you were going to do, but you're not doing it. So either do it or we're going to have to rewrite this agreement or go our separate ways. And so agreements, contracts, all of that stuff, a lot of people, especially in uh, my background in in the kind of evangelical sort of church world, contracts Mm -hmm. seem kind of fishy you know people like what why are we signing a contract let's just be buddies let's just you know and every time you have that sort of like idea what 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 i hear now is i don't want to agree to anything i don't want any sort of commitment i don't want to be held accountable for anything i because i want to be i want this i want to be able to just come and go as i please and get all the benefits and so i think it is really important if there's conflict, let's look and see, did we have a, an agreement? Did we have, do we establish our boundaries? That's did really we establish good. our expectations from the beginning? And if we didn't, we need to go back. Let's let, you know, we've got a lot of conflict. Let's put all that to the side for a minute. Let's go back mm-hmm. to the beginning and say, why are we doing this? Yeah. What do we expect of each other? What, you know, right. what can you do? What, what is it that you want to agree to? Here's what I can agree to. Can we right. come to a common agreement and understanding? Is our why powerful enough? And if we can work through all that, then let's go look at our conflict that we're dealing with right now and find out if that even lines up with our end goal. And if it doesn't, let's just throw it out and start fresh. But if it right. does, then we have some some tools to kind of work through that. That's so good, man. That's so good. So my question was, yeah, when is the right time to walk away? And, and you brought up a tremendous point is, what are we doing? Are there clear boundaries and, and guidelines? And from there, we can assess that. And it may be time to walk away. And if there hadn't been any, let's establish them and see right. what we can kind of commit to and, and go from there, man. Some of the points that you were making earlier were just really societal, you know, kind of cultural, you know, impactful type of things to where if we learn how to, you know, make that connection, you know, not only are we talking about, you know, efficiency in our business and right. productivity there, but also, you know, we're talking with our families and, and, you know, with humanity at large, with our communities, our cities, our government, with, you know, cross-culture things and religion, our churches, you know, just as a lot in that space of conflict, man. And so dude, this is a really good conversation, bro. We always have a good time on these <laughs> talks, on these episodes. This was a good one you pulled out, yeah. man, to, you know, resolving conflict is going to happen, right? How do we do it in business, in life? Um, and as you, our listeners, our audience, as you are leveling up, you're doing the work, you are taking the steps, you're making the leap, you're getting it done, uh, expect it to happen, right? Uh, expect yeah. it to happen, but then know how to navigate it, how to move forward, resolve conflict, uh, and keep winning. So, Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bridge Builder Podcast. We are 
building bridges and changing lives. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us as we share our knowledge and experience with you to give you the tools and opportunities to thrive. We are building bridges and changing lives. Connect with us on social at Bridge Builders, that's B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R-S, and www.bridge-builders.co.